Welcome to House of Horns. My name is Victor Corona, a.k.a. Victor Producer. And Gilbert, the Rams pull out a comeback win. They beat the Seahawks 17-16. Just give me your first couple of takeaways from this game. Yeah, well, first of all, congrats to you again. You're married now, Vic. Vic and Megan, congrats to you too. So uh, you got the ring. So yes. started the week with a big win for you on on Friday in Oklahoma. Yes. Now here a couple of days later, the Seahawks lose to the Rams. Jason Myers, who was actually pretty pretty clutch early in the game, just drilling 50-yarders, came down to one more 55-yard field goal, and he missed it. Short, I want to say to the right, didn't go through. I thought it went in, and I couldn't really tell. And then they showed the replay where the official was like, yeah, no, that's pretty short there. So the Rams survived. There's a lot of bad in the game. Obviously, Cooper Cup being the, the big note there. But to win that at home against a rival, to snap a three-game losing streak was big. And you have postseason hopes still alive, Victor. Yeah. And before I let you take it away, credit to you. You said Sean McVay owns Pete Carroll, and they're going to sweep the series. You called it. Kudos to you. Yeah, and I mean, now the Rams are four and six. You know, let's start off with some positives. There were some negatives here, Gilbert. So let's start off with some positives. It, you know, after the uh, after the Cooper Cooper Cup injury, ankle injury uh, around the second quarter, um, I thought this team got their offense going. Um, you know, I, I it just felt like they were trying to integrate both Puka and Cooper, and they were still struggling coming off this bye. And you could tell you, you start off the game with a three and out and, you know, you have to punt the ball and then the Seahawks go right, right, get the ball and they just go right down the field and score. And so you're thinking, OK, here we go again with this Rams offense. But, you know, credit to Sean McVay. Um, he was able to kind of change things around once uh, once uh, Cooper Cup went down. And then you saw Trammell was more involved. You saw some of the other guys get more involved. And I think that's what this offense needed. It's still only 17 points, Gilbert. I know there's a bunch of questionable calls. And I know there's going to be a lot of criticism. But at this point, a win is a win, as they say, Gilbert. Yeah, no, that's spot on it. A win is a win. And, and it's, it's such a weird scenario where the Rams have, have played better offensively without Cooper Cup and you know, you kind of saying that, you know, they're trying to get both guys involved, Puka and Cooper, and maybe it's a lot of overthinking. It's a, a little kind of like, these are things that you try to build on, you know, early in the season or even in training camp, and Cooper Cup wasn't around for that. And I don't know if the Rams would have guessed this kind of, you know, sensational rookie season for Puka Nakua, but all this wasn't a factor, you know, in the offseason, in training camp, in the early part of the season. So that could be something there where it's just not really clicking. Or, or maybe we're overthinking. It was just, you know, the Rams just say, you know what, enough is enough. You know, Stafford looked a little healthier. I know he wasn't the he wasn't the best. He took a big hit, Gilbert. Yeah. Was that the one that went to an interception? It was an interception, right? Mm, uh, uh no, was it? I'm trying to remember. I want to say was it either Rick Woolen or was it Spongato? Yes, it was an intercept. It was and an inter hit, and I saw that. I'm like, oh man, you don't want to see that. But for the most part, you know, he was okay. It wasn't like a spectacular game, but. You know, like you mentioned, you know, Trammel, Austin Trammel, I think Austin is his first name, you know, just getting involved, the Pukunakua finally doing something after a, maybe three quiet well. games, two times. So it was, a, and Royce Freeman stepping up with 70 something yards. So overall, it was just enough. And that's just the way it's going to be in the NFC West battle. And like you mentioned, Victor, like for whatever reason, Sean McVay has Pete Carroll's number. 
And we've mentioned it in the previous show that the, these Seahawks, you could catch them slipping. They're not ready. They're not on point. They're not in sync. Like, yeah, the defense is a little better. And, and But what's the big whoop there? The Rams offense hasn't really done much all year. Geno Smith went out. I know that was a big factor that we should highlight. But even with Geno in the game, they weren't doing anything. That's why this team has been a disappointment. They're loaded. They're not ready to click. They're not even probably ready for the 49ers next week. That could be a blowout. But the Rams caught them at home. And that's what you want to do to kind of have that little small chance of hope yeah and you know you know you know going to the seahawks you know you also had 12 penalties for 130 yards you know and that's been my biggest my biggest issue with the seahawks team is they're so you know there's you you know even with even with Pete carroll you would think that this team would be well coached you know you well focused and you can't have 12 penalties. You can't get, be giving away yardage like that. And I felt like the Rams didn't really take advantage of it until the end, until the until the second half. Once they, I and and I know a lot of people are going to make the excuse that hey, Geno Smith went out. You had Drew Locke go in there, and things and th things flipped. And yeah, that's the way it is. But you also have to have a backup. We saw the Rams lose lose, you know, with their backup against the Packers. So. The things even out in this league, Gilbert, we've talked about it, injuries, you have to be able to, you know, play with the guys you have. And I just want to give you some quick stats just so we get them out of the way. Matthew Stafford, 17 of 31 for 190 yards. Royce Freeman, I know there was a lot of um, kind of overthinking from Sean McVay running the ball three times with Royce Freeman. And I know there, there's going to be a lot of criticism you know, after this game. But once you win this game, uh, nobody's going to really, you know, care. But there will be questions in terms of some of the game management, especially to Gilbert, with what happened at the end there. You know, throwing the ball when you should have ran the ball, you would have probably bought yourself another minute. And then you don't have Ram fans having a heart attack or having to hold on to this to this win. And then I'll just say I'll finish off with this. Daryl Henderson, six carries for one yard, one touchdown, and Puka Nakua, five receptions for 70 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, you know, I, I do want to go back to that uh, that final drive for the Rams. It, it seems set up like they're going to run out the clock, you know, maybe get it down to, like, you know, single digits, get a touchdown and game over. And then they threw the ball there, and it was like, you know, what are you doing there? You, you, you kind of bought them extra time, and also you, they still keep their own their timeout. So it was just kind of a bad play. I'm like, okay, they're going to ruin it right here. And then the Seahawks caught a break too. I think where, where the where the ball wasn't actually a catch, so I think they didn't, they didn't need to burn a timeout or they saved time. But where the Seahawks also messed up, it was kind of a lot of a lot of mistakes on the stretch. It's like, Gino, you're gonna spike the ball with seven seconds to go. Why don't you take a shot, you know, quickly down the field for a touchdown or even to get a little quick out for ten extra yards for your kicker? If you're gonna do that, because the Broncos was like, why were you, why are you not spiking when it's three seconds left? So it, that was kind of weird, and. Sometimes when you set up for the field goal, you know, it, it, you're you're asking a lot. I get you have a great kicker, and on the flip side with the Rams, it's like you have a young kicker, so you, you're probably trying to do a little more, little extra. They kind of bit them. And then with the Seahawks, they didn't do enough. So at the end, it was kind of like one of those games, like whoever has the ball last will make the biggest mistake, and the other team will win. That's kind of the way it turned out. But, again, I don't want to harp on the negative. It was one of those games you just needed to win. And, again, more credit to Raheem Morris and his defense that's lacking star power but they're always playing well. They're always being coached up the right way. I, I know Darion Kendrick never like really stands out, but when he's aggressive and being feisty, he seems to get uh, get under the skin of D, the other DK, DK Metcalf and his wide receivers. So uh, I know you want to see more from Kobe Durant. You want to see more from the safeties. You want to see more from everybody.
but they play well in a scheme. And sometimes it's bend don't break. And I think it's better than that kind of than, than bend don't break approach. They do better. They don't get turnovers. They don't make game changing plays, but they give you enough to win the game. So I want to make sure we give them credit, you know, for that unit. Yeah, and I, I'm with you because uh, you know, I and I'll give Jordan Rodriguez credit for this. She was she was taught she kept tweeting about it and uh, how they were putting out four four uh safeties out there and giving different looks to you know Shane Waldron, who knows, you know, that was the other thing too. You know, I, I, I know it wasn't a big ish it wasn't a big thing that was publicized. And I know in the broadcast they talked about it about Brett Rippin being, you know, brought in to the practice squad and then being asked you know, some of the details and then Shane Waldron also, he also knows some of the uh, Sean McVay offense. So there, there's a lot there that they took, but to your point, Gilbert, Darion Kendrick, I thought it was huge, you know, with that big interception with six minutes and 43 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. Also just making the dumb penalty. That was just, you know, that, that probably would have given you a little bit more, you know, you don't need those to take away those 15 yards, you know, going over there to, uh, to the, uh, going over to the sideline and then chirping at, you know, Geno Smith. But, you know, it was just the, the you know, whether it was a big stop by 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 Aaron Donald, the whole defense played really well, especially after that first that first drive, you know, where they gave up the touchdown. Uh, we got Daniel Calderon again. Uh, just want to shout him out. He was saying, thank God. And then he says, Puka is, uh, was awesome. And I thought he pretty much changed the complexion of this game too. I know a lot of people are going to point out to the Geno Smith injury, but I thought once they they decided that, hey, we're going to run this offense through Puka, and I think that's what's been missing. I know a lot of people are going to be like, well, what about Cooper Cup? But th- the best we've seen from this offense, Gilbert, has been when you when you feature Puka Nakua, and I think Sean Mbae might, might need to start looking his way more. Yeah, they got to figure that out. And hopefully Cooper Cup's okay. I think he's uh, Sean McVay is talking to the media currently right now, and it's an ankle injury. We don't know if it's the same ankle that he's been dealing with. But you got to figure out a way to get, get both of them involved. And you still have a bunch of issues offensively. And, you know, Kyron Williams should come back next week. But that's the big thing about a win is a win because now you're in four and six, and maybe if Kyron comes back healthy, you're kind of back to where you were before the injury of Kyron Williams, which was a better offense. Like, let's, let's keep it real. Like, this offense has been pretty bad since he left. And when you have Cooper Cup going with Puka Nakua, that makes you better. They just haven't really figured that out. But it was such a vital win just to be in the mix. I, I don't know if they're going to go far, Vic. Like, they still scream like an 8-9 team to me, maybe 7-10. and 10. But you get the Cardinals next week. I know the Cardinals are not the same team that they were. We're, we're. You know, they have Kyler Murray. They're a little they're a little more feisty. But you could win that game, I think, in Arizona. So, after that, it gets a little tough. I think you got the two AFC North teams, the Ravens and the Browns. But, again, one game, one game at a time. And they're in that position right there. And they got to figure something out with the wide receivers. You're you're a spot on there, Victor. But whenever they need to play, or when they want to, you know, win a game or have their season on the line, the rookie steps up. Pukunokua is is always a go-to guy. So that that was pretty cool to see. And and, it, and even Sean McVay had a better coaching game. Like he was getting some good play calls, good design. It's still very clunky, not at the best that we we've known Sean McVay for the last few years. But it was a good performance overall. You know, bounce back. You know, offense, defense. You want you want to win by more. I get that. And on the Seahawks side, people are going to point to, yeah, Geno Smith and also no Kenneth Walker. That was a big thing, big thing. But it's not like the Seahawks know how to knew how to run the football before. They've been struggling running the football with Zach Charbonnet and Kenneth Walker. And I know Geno Smith had that nice second half a week ago versus the Commanders, but he's been struggling up and down. So take all the credit, Rams. You, you earned this one because these Seahawks have not proven to us 
They can be they can be consistent and win games in a dominant fashion with four quarters. You caught them. You 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 said, hey, these are your mistakes. We're gonna expose them, and they did that today. Yeah, and you know, and especially coming off a of bye, you want to be. I know Sean McVay doesn't have a great record, but you took advantage of that, you know. And like we said, you you have to just take the fact that you won. Yeah, it was seventeen and sixteen. You get your your second win at home, and it's against a divisional opponent. And then one more thing, I wanted to point out. I just wanted to give credit to uh, Jordan Rodriguez as well. She she said that. Um, she was saying that this might be the first November win for the Rams since 2020. She was checking on it, but it sounds about right. I was trying to do the yeah. There was a, there know, was a losing streak in the Super Bowl year, yeah. Right, exactly. So yeah, so um, and then they were playing the boombox in the locker room uh, today. So I mean, it, it seems like everybody is enjoying. You know, when you escape with a win like this, especially against a, it's even sweeter when it's against a divisional opponent, and so. You know, and you go to and zero against the Seahawks, a Seahawks team that you know everybody is pro- was projecting to be a a playoff team. I think they still get into the playoffs, but their schedule is tough down the road too, Gilbert. Yeah, and I was actually looking at the standings right now. Is uh, you know, so the Seahawks are six and four, and the Vikings are six and four. Actually, they flip. Vikings are number six right now, and the Seahawks are number seven. Then after that, like it's a bunch of ties: eight, nine, ten, eleven. Uh, yeah. including the Rams, are all four and six. Packers, Rams, Falcons, Buccaneers. So it looks like it's going to be a two-game separation for that playoff, the last seed there, or even the sixth one. That's like, that's kind of maybe better for the Rams. These two teams, the Vikings and the Seahawks, have not created separation. So, hey, better odds of one team messing up down the stretch. And, you know, the, the Vikings have to play the Broncos tonight for Sunday Night Football. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. a lot of Rams fans yeah. are going to be rooting for the Broncos yeah, tonight. Forget the Josh Dobbs story. They want to see Russell Wilson do something. Yeah. And uh, but it's 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 a good win and and you know for the Rams like you know you know to kind of yeah, give you go a ahead go ahead and give us your final thoughts there Gilbert sorry yeah I just want to say, you know I'll go to that my you know full disclosure like I actually had uh Jason Myers in fantasy football I'm like this guy's going off like I kind of maybe you know maybe want some of those points there for fifty five that'd be five points for me and he and he and he missed it so I'm sure it was just a good relief for everybody like Daniel Calderon here in the comments. Aaron Donald making a game changing hit. Yeah, like there's so many plays you could pinpoint. And shout out to you, Daniel. But you know, I'm sure it was just a relief because it was a struggle for three games. And sometimes you kind of just need that extra push to win a game. And a great kicker missed it. And again, like I keep repeating myself, Rams should take Rams fans as well should take the full credit for being a team that's been inconsistent and then kind of beating them at their own game too as well. Yeah, and I think for me, it's just keep Matthew Stafford healthy as long as you have him. And then I think, I think it's, it's time for, you know, uh, the Rams offense to be, to be featured around Puka Nakua. I think he gives you the best chance to win games. And, and, and and with, with Kyron Williams, you know, hopefully coming back in week 12, then now you get to see a little bit more, uh, you know, you go on the road, you're going to Arizona, you know, you, 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 you want to win these kind of games. And, and, you know, that's pretty much it for me, Gilbert. Um, let me see what else we have. And then Daniel Calderon continues. He says, Byron Young, again, making big plays. He's been impressive. The rookies have been really impressive, Gilbert, whether it's been him, it's been, it, it's, it's, it's been, uh, uh, why am I blanking on his, on his, uh, Kobe Turner. They've been really good this season. They've, they made great plays. Do you have a who's your uh, uh moving on here? Rams Seahawks 
12 pack player of the of the game for you. Yeah, I don't want to steal yours, but I have a feeling you might go defense here. So I'll go with the obvious one. That, that's why I'm kind of worried if I take yours, but no, go ahead. We, I can always we, adjust. Yeah. We need a win, and you need some big time plays. Go back to Puka Nakua, number 17, the rookie out of BYU. And a reminder, we're trying to give away a Puka Nakua jersey on, on House of Horns. Help us get to 1,000 subscribers. Spread the word if you're watching the live or the replay. And uh, check out the, the preview show every Wednesday night to, to learn rules about the Puka Nakua uh, giveaway plug right there. But he was sensational today. And I know it was a long time ago, the last time they had a win. But the Colts game, the first Seahawks game, like he's always stepping up. When it when they when they win, the two factors that have usually been Pukunokua doing well or or Kyron Williams doing well or the two at the same time. So Puka stepped up, take take the 12 pack of beer and maybe share it uh with your with your quarterback who's been hurting and playing well and uh everybody else on the offense as well. Yeah, I'm gonna go, you know, that that's a good call. I mean, like I said, you gotta feature the men more a little bit. You know, I, I just Cooper Cub. I I feel like they're they're trying to focus in too much on him. But for me, it's Arian Kendrick. Uh, we've been super critical of him this season, and rightfully so. And he made the big interception. You know, uh, they got the ball back, and they were able to drain a lot of the clock. Um, you know, Sean McVay almost gave it back, but you know what? You win this game, and that's all that matters at this point, Gilbert. I mean, there's nobody's gonna go back and be like, hey you know, give us back that win, you know, they won and, you know, now they're four and six. So they're, 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 they're on a one game winning streak. So, and now they get ready for a, a winnable game against the the Cardinals. Yeah. H handle business against the Cardinals. Maybe the 49ers do you a favor against the Seahawks on Thanksgiving. And suddenly it's one game out of the playoffs. So, but we'll discuss that uh, for this week's preview, but uh, I, I am ready, Vic, if you are. Yeah, please. Uh, let's go ahead. That's all I have for you. Close us out. Uh, the Rams get a big victory, 17-16 over the Seahawks. Yeah, and one more time, Vic, congrats to you and Megan. Thank just you. married recently, and shout out to House of Horns. A much-needed victory to feel, feel nice in Week 11 of the NFL. They're a lengthy three-game losing streak in between of a bye week, so I'm sure it was a long time coming. So enjoy listening to the viewers of House of Horns. But on that note, ya nos vamos, pues, vámonos.